What's good, YouTube and nights? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box. I hope you guys are hanging in there. We got a really, really cool long-term spec list for you all that's going to surprise you. Uh, maybe not so much if you've been watching the show, but there are definitely some good ones on here. So stay tuned, boys and girls. Shake it, make it, pull it back. What's good, everybody? This is your man, TiVo. Welcome to Lords of the Long Box and a Mikey Sutton long-term spec list. Ooh. We haven't had one of these in a mm. minute for a man, it Mikey Sutton. Uh, but yeah, this is a list that he's gotten some, some folks from inside Warner Brothers on some projects that DC has lined up for the next few years. Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get their own solo film, but they are being reserved, meaning has DC has our Warner Brothers said, hey, reserve these characters. You want to use them. And this isn't for HBO Max. This isn't for CW. This is for the big screen. So this is rather big news. It's not golden age on your silver age here and a modern book. If you've been paying attention, uh, this book may really have some legs on it. We got a totally different cast for today. Look at that. See, yesterday we had Otto and Justin. Switch today we got Dark Side Jedi and Nemesis Prime. Say what's up, Prime. What's going on, everybody? I am really excited for this show. Some DC villains, heroes. Oh, it's going to be a great show. That's right. And my man, returning back, Dark Side Jedi. Yo, 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 yo. It's a DC list. I'm excited about this list, you guys. Um, Damn there's right. one in particular for sure that I am <laughs> geeking out over. So let's get to it. Yeah, and it's about 10 on the list, so it's going to it's gonna take a minute. So hang in there, guys. It's not like you got anything to do. Uh, but before we get started, let's talk to about our sponsors, man. KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15 off. They just put some new books up in there for uh, new comic book day. So as you can, support uh, the comic book retail community as well as your LCS. If possible, use discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives, go to KRSComics.com and then find the KRS Exclusives tab. And they just put a bunch of new stuff on Did there. Did you right guys now. see the Natalie Sanders Catwoman cover? Yeah, I think that just got released because they've been teasing dope. it. Actually, dope. I like, I'm going to get the Psylocke one. The Psylocke one looks really dope. So if you haven't, go peep them out. Also, peep out our friends at uh, Rocket Comics. Rocket Comics, use the kind of code or just tell them the Lord sent you or tell them three minutes sent you get 20% off your pressing order, be it one book, 20 books, 30 books, whatever, man, you'll get 20% off your pressing order. They are still working on getting some signatures for, so, you know, they are, their business is affected too with all the con season going down, but they will work with you to figure something out. They can still submit the CGC for you as well, as well as pressure books. So if you don't get anything signed or facilitated, you can still get your books sent to them. They can press it for you and submit the CGC as of right now. CGC is still open. I don't believe CBCS is, but CGC is still open. So, you know, take advantage of it while you can. Also, our show is brought to you by our friends at um, the Geeky Swag Shop, man. Go to thegeekyswagshop.com. Use discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off anything in the thegeekyswagshop.com, including Lords of Longbox t-shirts. And our friends at the NY Warriors have t-shirts up there. So use your Lords discount, get 15% off an NY Warriors shirt, and you're supporting the community. Also, the show is brought to you by our friends at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com to check out all the good stuff. And the weekly top 10 that we just dropped yesterday, as a matter of fact. Um, you know, it's a shame. Yesterday, 
I don't know what it is. Our viewership is down. Shout out to Chad Co for the $10 super chat. I really appreciate it, Chad. Keep the lights on. So normally this show gets, I don't know, about the long-term spec list gets about 100 and 130 views. Uh, I mean, right now we're only sitting at 38 people watching. Yesterday, the cover price top 10 normally gets 80, 90 views. It only had 40 people watching. So, um, you know, I don't know what it is. People are just busy or tired of seeing us maybe. But I, was all, <laughs> I found out yesterday also that um, notifications weren't working for YouTube. Uh, so yeah. to put on a top of everything else, man, that really sucks. <laughs> you know, yeah. We're trying to put out some cool stuff here and then next people aren't getting notified. So if you can share it, you think other people will dig it. So now, you know, I rarely ever get to do this, but now I can say what's up to everybody in the live chat. So shout out to Chad Crow, Al Picknell, double uh, a yeah. comics. Johnny Dakota said he is not getting notified of the live shows. Yeah, that's weird, man. Not a, this is something that's happening on other channels as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, whatever you can, share this to your friends and make sure they can watch it, man. Mr. Unknown Comics Guy, Living Room Con, Joe Brown, TJ the Slab Dragon Watson, Johnny Guitar Watson, uh, Johnny Dakota, Lon Espinosa, Jeff Schultz, Dave in the Cave, what's up to one of the uh, four men in the basement, <laughs> Matt Forge Comics, uh, Sith Lordly holding it down with the rents. And Comic Brains, Johnny Dakota is on and on and on. Daniel Labarra, what's up, man? So we're going to try to do this for you guys. So uh, this is going to be one of the last probably long-term spec lists we have in a while, man. Right now, everybody is pretty much working from home. We are able to get this from our man, Mikey Sutton, who had some uh, insider information from one of his sources at Warner Brothers. These uh, scoops are drying up because it's hard to get it's hard to get inside information when all the people are working from home. So right. a lot of times it's just people walking around the office talking here and there and they get see it on a wall or somebody's talking about it. But right now, I mean, all these uh, professional scoopers are running out of stuff to talk about. I mean, the, <laughs> uh, what was the latest thing I can debunk before we could talk about this? Um, uh, it was something that was brought up. Oh, yeah. Uh, now they're talking crazy stuff like. Um, like uh marvel wants to fire evangeline lily from the mcu oh yeah that's false that yeah um <laughs> if you don't have any news make it up right comicbook.com reported something about uh jeremy renner asking for a postponement on his child support really <laughs> are, we gonna, are, we, are we digging that deep into the abyss of news to scoop about this stuff I know for a fact that, you know, people have reached out to Mikey Sutton to ask for some old scoops that they can redo on their YouTube channel. So uh, times are tough, I guess. I mean, you know, hey, but if he's still going to be rocking our weekly mm -hmm. top 10 list until right. that top 10 list is just stale and doesn't change for three weeks straight. But that's right. as long as there's back issues, people will keep still buying comics. But that's why this is excited. Hopefully this will get people excited. And if you can't get to your LCS, maybe you can go buy them on eBay or other comic book stores. But this is pretty exciting because we haven't heard anything from DC in quite a while. All we know, uh, the latest news was Wonder Woman got pushed back. Uh, but, but besides that, I mean, you know, this is exciting because we know they're planning stuff. But now we just got a word that this is a long term spec list. So these are mm -hmm. characters that they said, hey, put these characters aside. Don't put them on CW or don't put them on HBO Max. We want to put these onto the big screen. So let's start off, boys and girls. Well, yeah, what do you got? Excited. I'm excited about this yeah, list. Yeah. So we got 10 great books. Uh, first off, number 10, we've got Eobod Tharn or uh, Thawne, Reverse That's Flash. right. I think we've had this on our our list a while now. Uh, this is, of yep. course, the first appearance of Reverse, Reverse, Reverse Flash. 
Eobard Thon, Eobard, I don't know how to, that's definitely a Silver Age name I've heard. Right, right. So it is the Flash 139, the first appearance of the Reverse Flash. As you know, he's been used so much in the Flash CW show, but now, you know, once now we know that the Flash movie is actually going forward, they are starting to plan some stuff. And I, I would think with the Flash, it's not going to be just a solo film, but you never know with DC or Warner Brothers. But, you know, typically they want to make more than one film. Unfortunately, this list is so raw. We don't even know. They were just so, hey, these characters have been reserved, but they didn't tell us for what film. But using our powers of deduction and the wise wisdom that we have of over, you know, 70 years of collecting, <laughs> right. we could kind of put two and two together. My assumption that this was going to be used for some sort of flash film. And the sales date on this compiled from our friends at coverprice.com. If you look at it right there, it is very, very small. <laughs> you see it. Uh, 9.4, But the sweet spot for this book is right in the in the uh, mid-range, right? Right on a 6.5. A 6 you can see a 6.5, very, very reasonable. It goes all the way down from $408 from 2018. That's typical to, for, for Silver Age DC books. You're going to yeah. always find that sweet spot. Most Silver Age books in yeah. that 6.5, 5.0 range. And outside of Batman's rogues, you know, the flash is arguably the second best rogues gallery in DC. I wouldn't say in all Absolutely. of the comics. Cause I think, uh, it's I think debatable. they're one of the most entertaining. Um, there's yeah. a fantastic series. It was during, uh, the new 52. It was during the, uh, I forget what it was. This, they were all fighting and there was the blight and everything. They had a spinoff and they're funny. It's funny. It was comical. Yeah. I mean, flash and the flash villains and Batman villains are the best too. I oh, mean, yeah. you can argue Definitely. Batman and Spider-Man have one and two, and then maybe third would be flash. So right up there, we got reverse flash. I think yeah. it's safe to assume that they're going to be using him in a flash movie, which is finally moving forward. The longest movie oh, ever. in gosh. development. Yeah. <clears throat> What's next, Ryan? All right. Next up. Number nine, we have the monster society of evil. And this is a really interesting book, guys. This is 20, 30 years before Legion of Doom. So this is actually the first time that we actually get a group of supervillains together. And it's not going to be the first appearance of all these characters. So the Monster Society of Evil first appeared in Captain, Mar uh, Captain Marvel Adventures 22 from Fa uh, Fasa Comics in March 1943. Basically, the team is compiled of Mr. Mind. And if you guys saw Shazam 1, he does appear in that movie. There's also the other characters are in there are Om the Mighty. Uh, you have Mr. Who, Romulus, Sandy, the Golden Boy, the Dummy, and also the Vigilante. Now, these are all characters that come out of the Captain Marvel's team, basically his villains. So it's basically a complete composite of all these villains coming together to fight Captain Marvel back in 1943 before DC Comics. Um, basically... It was real before 19, 1942 is World War II. So a lot of the stories, man, are just really bad. But let's check out some sales data on this. And there it really, really wasn't anything. And as you guys can see, two sales. Two over the last four, three years. Nothing. Wow. A 9.2 for $2,200 and a 7.0. A 9.2 Golden Age book? It's un that's unbelievable. That's amazing that's for two hundred two thousand dollars no. Yeah. So, I and mean, we've seen Mr. Mind show up in Shazam 1. So could he put the, together this team and maybe possibly Shazam too? So did so anyone else out. not? I mean, I didn't know what the hell that was. I'm like, what the? F I had to go and look <laughs> it up. Yeah. No, it's really interesting. So I think it's safe to say. I mean, 
this is safe to say that this is going to be for one of the upcoming Shazam films, Shazam two or Shazam three. I guarantee there's probably going to be three films because you know the first one people really liked it. It didn't do as expected on the big screen, but we already know they want to plan some big things. We got Black Adam, you know, wanting to do stuff. So I would imagine mm-hmm. Black Adam will face off against Captain Marvel in Captain Marvel three. Uh, that's my guess because right now they're not they're teasing it. I'm assuming he'll be appear in Captain Marvel two because they want to tie the two in somehow, but. We shall see, man. You know, the funny thing is, is uh, The Rock posted something like uh, he's bulking up for his role as Black Adam. Like, How much bigger can you get, bro? Right. Damn, I right. mean, that's big enough. All right, what's next, sure. Ryan? Well, speaking of Black Adam, number eight is Isis. That's right, boys and girls. The long Spectrum book. I even have a copy of this, Me and too. I'm a Marvel fan. So this is uh, first appearance of Isis. It's a Sam Shazam number 25 from September 1976. If you don't know, Isis is one of the Egyptian goddesses. Uh, I don't know if they would still use the name for the movie because of the negative connotations in you know uh, the news. But you know, Isis has kind of been quiet lately. So you know. Not like Corona or something. And right. by the way, whoever <laughs> buy that book is a big douchebag. So uh. don't buy Corona, the comic. Um, so this one is is and this is when it's funny, is because it's right there in the cover. You can see it. That I remember Isis from when I was a kid when it used to be on CBS TV. There used to be a live action Shazam show, and then Isis had a live action show too. And then there was an animated series. So you know that I think it was the popularity from TV and the uh, and the cartoons gave her, her own comic book. And sure enough, there's sales data. But not too bad. Look at that. Uh, 9.6 for $275 back in December of 2019. The whole range of 9.6 to go from like 199 up to 275. Uh, let me see. Most recent was oh, 9.4. So for mm-hmm. 52 bones in uh, March of 2020. Yeah. This awesome. book is people have been expecting this book because of they know Black Adam is coming. They know, uh, you know, Captain Marvel is coming. So this is an easy spec. This is one of those things where you spec because it's going to be happening eventually. Right. I don't think, you know, everybody just assumed it was going to happen, but there you go. What's mm-hmm. next, Ryan? Well, a character I have not heard of, unfortunately, <laughs> number seven comes captain thunder. Yeah, it man. Looks I, like, I'm, it getting looks these, like, uh, I'm getting some of these characters and even I don't know him from DC, but I mean, he kind of looks like a Shazam ripoff. Oh, he pretty much is, guys. So Superman. Oh my God, you're. Not, I thought that was Shazam on the cover. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> no. So in Superman two seventy six, back in June nineteen sixty four, Captain Thunder, or what he's normally known as Willie Fawcett, basically exactly same thing like um, Shazam. He just says the word thunder, and he turns into Captain Thunder. He actually appears and dies basically in the same issue because what happens is Superman fights him, beats him similar to when he would fight Shazam and basically takes him to the cops at the end of the story and back in 1974. So will this really happen? I mean, it's it's a really interesting character, but you know what? It's a one off book. So, you know, let's let's see really what happens long term with this character. Uh, Ryan and then. Oh, yeah. As well as some some sales data. So. Sales data on this 9.4 for 200 bucks for, you know, old school Silver Age. Superman's really nice. I mean, you got 9.0s and even 8.0s around the $125, $150 range. So definitely something to look into, guys. Again, it's one of those first appearances and only appearances. He does appear one more time in the Power Shazam book back in the 90s with all the other Captain Marvel characters. So Actually, I think Grant Morrison brought him back when he did that. Multi multiverse multiversity multiversity run. yeah I think uh, there was an ish, issue with him in it so but I could be wrong all right yeah. what's next Ryan 
Well, up next is Hawkman. Um, that's going to be a good one. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm wondering how much Hawkman is selling for. But uh, yeah, finally, wow. we're getting Brave and the Bold, number 34, first Silver Age appearance of Hawkman. I mean, we kind of played around with this because I don't think everybody can afford a Flash 1 comics from the Golden Age. But, you know, you know that's the good thing about DC. They've been around for so long. Those multiple iterations of the character. And I guarantee you people are buying up Silver Age as opposed to Golden Age. If you got Golden Age, that book is already expensive, really not going to go anywhere. But the Silver Age and, and Bronze Age, the kind of reintroductions of the character that DC does a lot because the characters have been around for a song, those are prime picking grounds for picking up because nobody is going to – I guarantee you, if somebody tells you, Hockman, they're immediately going out to look for the Silver Age appearance. And that's in Brave and Bold, number 34, from March 1961. You got a 7.5, so for 11. 100. We go down a little bit, 6.5 for 552. That's not bad at all for a first uh, DC appearance of a, you know, a golden age character. You know, a lot of times we talk about if there's a, a golden age, look for the silver age because the golden age books, there's already a set of collectors that buy those and those prices are already high. So get in where you can fit in, man. Get a copper age, a silver age or a bronze age because a lot of times the stories that get developed for the big screen are modernized. So they don't uh -huh. tip, they don't normally do the golden age versions or sometimes not even the silver age versions, but you know, they like to tell more updated stories. And that's why the ultimate universe from Marvel, a lot of those stories are plucked right out of the ultimate universe when they launched that. So uh, next up of course is their first appearance uh, as well. Did I jump the gun on this one? Oh, you know what? We didn't mention that. That's also the first appearance of Hawk girl. That's right. And why don't you mm -hmm. break it down, Justin, about Hot Girl, because I believe that's the next one on the list. Yeah. So, I mean, we have uh, not only, again, like Tim said, Flash Comics 1, you're not going to be getting. So you're definitely going to be going after the Brave and the Bold 34. Both Hawkman and Hawkgirl in that Brave and the Bold 34 is really the, the, the version that we all know and love from the Justice League series. It's uh, two two characters from Thanagar. They're both police officers of their planet who come to Earth to fight and capture some creature uh, and, you know, if you remember watching them in the cartoons, really, this is the series that these are the different characters that you want to get. I mean, there's so many incarnations of Hawkman and Hawkgirl that I believe, like Tim said, this is really the one that you want to get. I mean, I have this in a 4.0 and it's really hard to find even in these higher grades. So like Tim said, if you can find it in a mid grade and Ryan even said, you know, this is a nice sweet spot that seven, four to seven is really a nice thing for a 1964 book. And really what it is, is. Uh, Brave and the Bold has so many first appearances that you really want to pluck these right out. So. Yeah, and so this is a what we call it a, a literally a double spec book because yeah. both Hawk Girl and Hawkman are both on the long term spec list, so you get two appearances for the price of one. And I so. always love the books that have first appearances with a cover appearance too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's a, a whole another. I'm wondering if and on this one they didn't appear on the cover, did they? No, I don't think and so. there you go. No, so don't, there's a reason not to get the Golden Age book. There you go. But look who else is on uh, Flash Comics number one, Johnny Thunder. <laughs> and, ah. of course, uh, Flash himself. Yeah. All right, what's next, Ryan? Next up, we have the infamous Clayface. Now, That's, which one is it, though? Well, we don't know. That's This list is so early that we just know they've been reserved. We don't know which one, but we'll kind of run through the gamut here. So Clayface, longtime Batman villain, is going to be reserved. So that quite possibly mean he could be in an upcoming Batman movie. The Hawkman one, I have no idea what they're going to use him for. It could be on a team book. Uh, but we can guarantee this one is pretty safe to say that Clayface is probably going to be one of the villains in the upcoming Matt Reeves Batman films. Plural. 
Um, cause this can be for the next two, three years, man. They like to plan these out, you know, at least Marvel does. So it's good to see that DC is starting to do this too. So for those who want to spend a little penny, go out and get detective comics. Number 40 from June, 1940, <laughs> the first appearance of Basil Carlo Clayface. But then if you want to save some coin, go get the silver age detective comics, 298 December of 1961, the Matt Hagen version of Clayface. Let's see what the difference in sales data is. Oh, man. <laughs> That's not bad. Look at that. You get a yeah. Detective Comics number 40 for uh, 17,000 for a 9.0. Yeah, did, did we mention the sweet spot of Golden Age books is like a 0. 0.5, 1.0? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say like, well, Silver Age used to be like 3.0, 4.0, but now that X-Men and FFs are expensive, it's like gone down. But I would say... Golden Age is like one to two. A three is damn good. I mean, I'll take a nine Golden Age is. A, I would love to see what the actual. I mean, look at the were. difference though. In in February of 2016, seven eighteen $1,800. In uh, March of 2018, just two years later. It went up what six thousand dollars almost. Yeah, yeah eight point five for twenty. I mean, they. I mean, if you look, I mean, the nine point oh is from two thousand twelve. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, so so you could tell the uh, the want or need for them, or you know, when they came up in eight in two thousand and sixteen, people paid a lot more than they paid back in two thousand twelve because now speculation. I mean, the collectors, people growing up, would have more disposable cash as opposed to two thousand twelve. And so two thousand sixteen, you have more people who can spend money on this. Uh, 2000, I mean, 2015, it was uh, 7.5. That's over 26,005. So, I mean, you know, I, I, my guess is you don't, re you rarely see these come up for Absolutely. auction. And if they do, you know, and they're probably not on eBay, they're probably going to be a comic link or heritage auctions or something, right. especially something, you know, on a 9.0, I don't think you're going to trust eBay just oh. for the damn thing. So on a silver age, it's a little bit better. I mean, 9.4 is still pretty hefty at almost seven grand, but there's a nice little sweet spot right there in 8.5. I mean, you got an 8.5 back in 2013. It started at 322. Most recently back in January of 2019, sold for 1200. But, you know, in between those times, you can see that it's kind of gradually going up because yeah. it's kind of interesting because it's three years between each. But if you look at the sweet spot right there in an 8.0, you got from 2014, 2016, 2017. So you get a good idea of the price ranges you can get. And this data, you go look this up on coverprice.com. That's COVR. I'm really interested in that steady incline. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it just goes that collectors now are are more educated. They have more money. You know, the kids that grew up that didn't have the money, now they have disposable income. Hopefully, you know, you got real jobs and everything. And, you know, now you got something to spend that $1,200 on yeah, when you get, you when you get your... Uh, Trump checks that coming in May, you know, you got that $1,200 check. Oh, by the way, you got to pay taxes on that. So make sure you factor that in before you go uh, blowing your wad. Oh, I like saying that. Mm. All right. Mm -hmm. What's next, Ryan? Up next. Oh, the character I have been waiting for. Yes. Since I've been collecting comics. <laughs> you know what? Now, before you even say this, this book has been up for auction a couple of times, uh, not only on the Lord's auction, but other people's auctions. So that's yeah. why I was just curious. Uh, it was just like the other day I was on the NY Warriors auction. By the way, people at the NY Warriors auction was cool. They had the, and before that too, a couple of days, uh, service or Silver Surfer number four. Yeah. It's been selling like crazy on eBay auctions, man. I saw five of them go up for auction. Five of them. I mean, I'm glad I got my 8.0, but I'm not getting rid of mine. But what is it, well, Justin? Speaking of 8.0s. Oh, oh. I'll go grab my 7.5. The first well, appearance of Zaytana, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, so Zaytana is finally, on the long term spec list. Oh, my spec God. My, I got goosebumps. 
I am I super happy. Can you read that? <laughs> That's great. So, Hawkman 4 in 1964 of November came out my beautiful Zatanna Zatara. She's one of the great magicians in the DC universe. Of course, if you guys know her father, John Zatara, she is the casting magician that speaks, speaks backwards in words to get her uh, magic out. Uh, I am really excited with her. She is, of course, shown in the Justice League Dark cartoon and even the series right now. Uh, there's definitely nothing better to be said about this character. She was created by uh, Julia Schwartz and Garter Fox, as well as Murphy Anderson. So let's check out some sales data on Zatanna. Boom, guys. 9.6 for $9,000. This book Good is Lord. always hot, I will tell oh. you. A 7.0 and a 6.5 is definitely the sweet spot that you want to be looking for in this book. Uh, you're looking, as you can see, this book is always around a good $700, $800 range in the 6.5s. And even the 7.0s is just creeping higher and higher. As you can see, it started at 621 in early in 2019, and it just kept going up. It's high as it has got backward jokes now. Look at that. Ah, mm. there you go. That's the way you got to talk in this. So. I, I would also say that people have been specking this ever since they found out that uh, what's his name was going to do a Justice League dark film. And yeah, I think that's when up. this book really started really, really. Picking I think up, you right? could take it back even further when they were doing the um, uh, uh, what the hell? Constantine TV show. Yeah, they probably thought he might show. She might show up in that. So this is definitely a, a great book to spec on because she is someone in the DC universe that doesn't get much love. No. Oh, oh she will. I, I can't wait. I really can't <laughs> wait. It's hands down my favorite female character in comics. And this is probably one of those great first appearances that has the most awful cover because oh, she doesn't appear on a cover till I think like 10 years later. It's just, it's the worst. Yep, well, in, a, in, a, in an Adam book. Yes. Yeah. That's something for people to go out and get first cover appearance, right? Since you yeah. never really appeared it's on a cover. Adam number 19, I think. Yeah, and it's just a head. It's a headshot of her. It's a, it's a floating head. Yeah. <laughs> so that, you know, that's a lot of stuff we always talk about in the collector world. That if you can't get the first parents or the second parents, there's always the first cover appearance, the first meeting of somebody, the first time they're in a team. So there's a lot of things. Zatanna has a has a rich history, and a lot of these DC characters, they've been around forever. So that's good and bad because there's multiple iterations of it. But you know, you can't go wrong with getting all of them. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. If you're missing Actually, a FOMO. With Zatanna, I, I I don't have the books in front of me, but there's actually a six-issue crossover. It's considered the very first crossover in comics. It was uh, Hawkman number four. It was Adam number 19. It was a Green Lantern book. It was a Batman book and a Detective Comics book. Uh -huh. Or no, and a Justice League book. Um, and those six issues, it was the backstories. It, he, she was looking for her father. Uh -huh. So they're the first crossover in comic books. Yeah. So uh, Lana Espinosa said that uh, she was in a Smallville series. Yes. Remember yes. how Smallville always had these kind of that was weird, a great like, Doctor Fate version of her. Aquaman was in there. Then Aquaman was killed off in Titan. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, um, is that still on? I mean, I haven't heard anything about that. That's um, kind of crazy. Yeah, HBO Max. So really I, I want to brace yourselves for this one. Um, and I, any of the uh, movie scoopers that are watching this show and you know hiding, uh, you guys go ahead and report this because this is probably the biggest news that we've ever dropped on this because 
This is one of those perfect storms where finally DC has gotten something right, where a character that has come out recently that has really, really caught the imagination of speculators and readers and comic book sites and sales and everything. Well, they heard what the fans have been talking about and they're like, you know what? Let's use this character for something in the movies. Believe it or not, boys and girls. Oh, you know what? I'm going to tease that because there's one more on here. Uh, this is mine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it, Justin gets number one. The bastard. I was wondering okay. why you were. You yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I was like, people, you, gotta, <laughs> you guys are gonna get excited one. over Silver Swan. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> uh, no, this is one of the newer books, but this isn't the newest book on the list. But this is Wonder Woman 288 from 1982, the first appearance of Silver Swan, Helen Alexandros, and this is being uh, reserved for use. And I can only imagine for Wonder Woman three, maybe Wonder Woman two. What Wonder Woman two is already in the can, pretty much, meaning that it's finished uh, filming and everything. Uh, and as we talked about on the Lords, no, they weren't going to release it. I remember somebody asked us that, and I and we all said, I don't believe it's going to be released on home on demand. You know, even though some sites were reporting that, because no way. They would release such a big budget film onto uh, demand. They would put, why not just push it back to August, which they did. So what if you didn't know Wonder Woman uh, 84 has been pushed back to August. And to me, the amount of piracy that takes place on the internet right now, if they were release it on, on, on demand, you know, $20, whatever, there's still going to be tons of pirated copies out there. So right. they're better off for saving this for the big screen. And all I can say is this summer is going to be very crowded at the box office. So yeah. Good for us. Uh, it's going to be challenging for studios, but I, you know what I think? I think people are going to be going back to studios with a fervor to bring back, you know, the movie industry. You know what I mean? People are going to realize how much they missed it. Zimi reports that when the movie theaters open again, they're going to be doing um, free films to get people back in theaters. But obviously, not like brand new releases, but probably movies that have been, you know, you know, three months. You know, and they're gonna, you know, allow people to watch them for free. Uh, China has already started opening up theaters, so that's a good sign that you know they were the first ones to have this virus, and now they've kind kind of gone through it and normalizing life. We are not at that point yet, so we'll talk about that later. Sales date on this book, I doubt it. But look at that. You got a 9.8 sold for $94. Somebody had a really, really nice white cover copy, and you're thinking, you know what? This deserves to be slabbed. Then another yeah. guy said. I got mine for $38, but that was in 2011. So well, nine you know sixes. Anything under 100 bucks for a 9.8. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's a minor villain, but you never know, man. People can take minor villains and characters and make them big things. And but, hey, you who know. doesn't like that cover, man? Look out, world. Yeah. Wonder Woman is busting loose. I have never seen that comic ever. <laughs> I've never seen anybody post about it. That. Yeah, so this is a cheap book to go out and get, man. I guarantee you look on eBay right now. It's super. So go out and get it. Any of these books, if you guys got them, Post them on Instagram and tag us. Say, hey, you saw it on the Lords. Look at this. I'll be really impressed if you have this. Post yeah, it right too. now. Don't go out and buy it right now. Post it right now with today's date with the newspaper held hostage up next to it. <laughs> I, need I need proof of life to show me that you actually did this, and you'll win a Marvel no prize, even though it's a DC book. But uh, kind of cool, man. So Silver Swan, whomever that is. So as I was saying, number one on the All list right. is a book that's exciting. Uh, because it is relevant, it's new, it's in the news, and DC rarely ever does this, you right? Know, I think uh, this is uh, worth a little cannonball. I do believe so. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! <laughs> 
And we'll just get right to it. Yeah. That is right, guys. Insane. Already. First line has been reserved by Warner Brothers Studios to be used in one of the upcoming films. Go ahead, Justin. Tell us what we don't already know about yeah. this book. Well, something we don't already know is she's the only person on this list who we don't know anything about. We don't right. know her origin. We don't know her true name. So, guys, I mean, this is this is the book right now. This is probably the cheapest one that's on this list in uh, in 9.8s. But Hell Arisen number three is her first full appearance. Of course, there's the A and the B cover. Uh, let's just really get right into the sales data, guys. I actually just got mine today. Too bad I can't pull find it real quick. But 9.8s are going about $150. Uh, as well as the variants around the $150. So like Tim said, man, DC got something right. This is definitely going to be something long-term. Everybody's going out getting any book that they can, whether it's this book, Nightwing, the Batman series, the Joker 80th is going to be her origin from what DC's so told. So we finally her. find out who she is. So she's not yeah. the mime or the mimic. Or a guy. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so whatever those books are but now you know now there's something to actually push this book you know so now that we found out and my guess is she'll be in a joker film or a batman film right but mm -hmm. go ahead and continue with the sales data because there's a lot of it yeah i mean these are all these there was so much sales data that i had to compile it very short so i mean they're ranging anywhere between 140 to 160 dollars there was some crazy sales if you guys remember this a lot of these books were on-site graded at c2e2 the only con this year pretty much right yeah uh, and those are probably got... on-site gradings if you think about <laughs> yeah. it because look at the sales they were right 220 between 225 and yeah. two, right at the end of the uh february that's when uh, c2e2 was somebody did have a nine nine uh, yeah. signed i remember that that was up there but uh it's just this book is right now this is the sweet spot guys uh go so out just set the record bucks. straight this is a list that we got from mikey sutton and mikey sent it to me he's like who's punchline because mikey doesn't <laughs> you know he doesn't read new dc books and so that's just to prove that we separate what we get from our mikey sutton and the black knight which are insider in scoops about films that are characters are being reserved and our cover price top 10 is actual sales data. The two have nothing to do with another. We just happen to do both of them because one is strictly about what's coming up in movies and TV. The other one is based on real sales data for the week of back issues. If you haven't seen it, we drop it. We're going to be dropping it every Tuesday now because the data comes out on Monday night. So we're going to drop the cover price top 10 is every week at Tuesday. Check it out from yesterday. We didn't get as many views yesterday because notifications were broken, whatever, but it's a cover. It's a, top 10 lists that we do based on actual sales data, not on us saying we think this book is hot or why this is hot. This is actual sales data that coverprice.com compiles from multiple sources to show you what the real sales data is. And that's why we run it on Tuesday because the data is compiled from the Saturday to Sunday of the previous week. Um, so this is, um, when I saw this, I go, man, people are going to lose their minds over this because now there's actual meat to the bones, right? It's, I mean, first it's, it's cool because at first, it's just a hot character, what I like to say, organically, right, through comic books, uh, first appearance, you know, comic book sales, that nature. But when you have the backing of possibly entering the movies, and DC would be smart to do this, take I'm the full advantage to see of it. what they would use her in. Would it be like a Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn kind of movie, or would it be more of gotta a Gotta be Joker's movie? henchwoman. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be Joker's henchwoman, because... Yeah. If you see the way the trajectory of Batman is and the trajectory of Birds of Prey, two totally different worlds. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But mm -hmm. replace Harley Quinn with Punchline, and you have a more true villain as opposed to Harley Quinn, who is now an anti hero anti or, uh, right. yeah, you know, much. she's Deadpoolish type. So mm -hmm. this is a true henchwoman for the Joker. 
perhaps you know i wouldn't say she's gonna get her own film but like like this this is <clears throat> that doesn't necessarily mean all these characters are getting their own solo film but they could but necessarily means that they're being reserved because they want to put them in the film they could be the villain they could be a co-star they could be a team member but anything but it's kind of exciting man that the punchline is going to be in there and that's dc or the Warner Brothers or the suits, whomever at Warner Brothers, who's not totally disconnected from DC or somebody from DC gave the idea and say, look, we got this book right now is putting up a lot of uh, sales, a lot of collectors going out and getting it. I think it would behoove us to put her in a movie and it'll spur more new sales. Somewhat similar to uh, Harley Quinn, right? Started in the cartoons, started Batman Adventures 12, and then they kind of put her everywhere and then full blown, full circle, look at her now. She's starring in her own Marvel movie or DC movie. Not saying that it could happen for, um, uh, you know, Punchline, but mm -hmm. obviously it's another rogues villain well, to add this, to this, Batman's this gallery. Just in, um, we at the Lords of Longbox like to put our money where our mouths are. And I just got both issues, 9.8 for 300 bucks shipped on eBay. Damn, you just bought it right now? Yes, I did. Both wow. the A and B copies. All there right, you I go, gotta end the show, man. I got to get out of here. I didn't know. <laughs> Damn, you bought it real time, huh? Yes, All I right, did. So real time, go. baby. I still have my three copies of Hell Arisen uh, sitting around here somewhere. Somewhere. Um, so you can find good deals on it right now. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be interesting the way they do it. What's really going to be, uh, when does the Joker 80th anniversary issue come out? Uh, it was supposed to be sometime early April. Yeah. Oh, shit. So oh, it may not come out. Probably not for a while. Uh, yeah. It all depends because Diamond said whatever is in their warehouse, they will ship. So it depends if how long uh, in <laughs> advance that they're shipped out. So so after April 1st, they're going to be gone. And we'll get, we could talk about that briefly. Uh, 630? Sure, we got plenty of time. So uh, if you haven't heard, Diamond Distributors said they're shutting down operations, uh, and after April 1st, they won't be shipping any more new comics. Obviously, this is devastating to comic book shops, comic book online retailers, things of that nature, like Mile High, that you know deal a lot of new comic books. Um, contrary to what you think, even though your comic shop has a lot of back issues, they get the majority of their uh, money customers from uh, new comics. Uh, Wednesdays, my LCS is absolutely packed. So this news is somewhat devastating, man, because this affects um, the bottom line. I, my great friend of mine, the big to do owns a comic shop in Tustin, comic tunes and toys. And he's very stressed out. I asked him, is there anything I can do to help? And he's just trying to figure out what they can do. They're offering curbside pickup and they're offering uh, to mail people their pull list. Um, you know, comic tunes and toys have been around since the eighties. So they have customers that have been there literally decades that have a pull list. Rob Liefeld used to work there when he was 15 years old. Um, that's probably why it smells so funny there. But anyway, um, but so tomorrow I'm going to go live sometime during the day uh, because I quite frankly, I'm, I'm fucking bored. Um, but after this video post, I want you to leave a comment below after the video post, not in the live chat and tell me about your comic book shop and what they're doing. And we will go on air tomorrow and we will talk about as many places as we can to support the local comic book shops around the country the, for what they're doing for their customers. And if they're still open, that's even a better one. If you know your comic shop is still open, leave a comment after the video post and we'll talk about them tomorrow to get, you know, our little show of 3,600 subscribers. We'll try to get as many people to their shop as we can. Maybe you can also tell us what their alternatives are, but please leave the comment after the video post. And then tomorrow we're going to do what you can do to support <clears throat> your LCS. Um, and I'm going to do whatever we can. A lot of them are selling, you know, a curbside pickup. So you guys have mm -hmm. any, any, I mean, anything I about think, that? I mean, you, you could always 
gift certificates, buy gift certificates to use at the store at a later time. Yeah, definitely. Now I have a question, you know, cause obviously diamond is now the monopoly. Do you think this is kind of, cause really what was it in the nineties when there was multiple carriers, there wasn't just diamond. Now it's, it, well, it was diamond problem. and something called heroes world. Yes. Um, heroes world. Yeah. So Marvel had an exclusive would, uh, diamond and then here are heroes world and they bought them and mm -hmm. then DC image and valiant was going through heroes world. Um, and, but put it this way, this what's happening now, it would have affected everybody anyway. Cause mm. you know, if one shut down, I, I seriously doubt one would have been open without the other, but that is in essence, when Marvel bought heroes world, they thought, yeah, this is great. We could have our own distribution. We don't have to worry about it. Cause, and that was really what the fall of the nineties, uh, comic book, uh, was distrib distribution. Essentially, anybody could order a comic book and sell it. You can have a garage and call it a comic store. I have been in the 90s. I went to some sketchy ass places that were considered comic <laughs> shops, man, that were just some dude's little room or so, something in a strip mall that was barely the size of anything. But I remember in one strip mall, there was two comic shops, one on this end, one on the other end. That's how it and that's what really led to the downfall. Sure, people say speculators and everything, but it was it was more so anybody could buy comics. And also what Marvel found out is when it bought there was a great article done by the Hollywood Reporter Variety. When Marvel bought Heroes World, they said, Great, we have our own distributor, we're exclusive, they don't have to but then they looked underneath the hood and my God, they their numbers were awful. They didn't know how to properly run a business. So when Marvel brought this to them, there was days. The they were like in debt. They were doing all, and then eventually that Heroes World folded because they couldn't handle the size of Marvel's distribution level. And then Marvel folded into Diamond, and that's why Diamond has been the single distributor. I think in the two thousands, they the government looked at it, the FCC or F, whatever, to see if it was a monopoly. Um, the FDA, no. So they looked at the federal FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. They looked at Diamond was considered a monopoly for what it was doing, and they passed the smell salt. And for you know longest time, it, it's worked out. I mean, you went through the 2000s where they were trying to get Marvel had to do bankruptcy in around 2000. I would say 2007 is right when the comic or the comic world kind of refixed refixed itself. I don't know if that's correct verbiage, but because I remember that because that's when The Walking Dead blew up. Right. That's when comic books took off again. So mm -hmm. my in my world, I always say it's the Walking Dead that started this new age of comic book collectors. Right. The the image comic and then all the Marvel stuff that followed after that. But we can do a whole episode on what yeah. caused the crash. But for anybody who says it's because of variants and speculators, no. The death of Spy uh, Superman caused the crash. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> because of the, broken, the distribution right? model that the comics industry was using fell apart. Mainly Heroes World. They didn't know what they were doing and it caused this huge heck. And they were allowing anybody to become a distributor now you have to have a comic shop or a website or something like that but there was man i'm gonna tell you right now i've been back in the days let me tell you a story man when there was a comedy came out you had to drive around to your local comic shops i lived in the bay area man on my wednesday dude i would drive up and down the whole damn bay area literally and I, up and down holy yeah, shit! yeah and <laughs> i tell you i remember it vividly because witchblade came out and i went everywhere looking for witchblade number one that was my book that really got me addicted to the hunt again like every Wednesday was coming out, you know, and the, all the image books were coming out and the Valiant books were coming out. I mean, it was a good time for back then. Now, damn kids, you just sit there on your little computer doing fancy <laughs> stuff and just buy a comic book like Ryan just did. Well, you know, what's <laughs> funny is, you know, me being on this show, Heroes World was here in New Jersey. 
So when that closed down, I've actually been, I've actually driven past their building. And I remember in like the early 2000s there, you still, they had the sign that said Heroes World Distribution. And I know comic shop owners that are still in business when they used to use Heroes World, they would just drive to the building and pick up their stuff and drive back to the shop instead of having it shipped. Yeah. And I also remember um, back in the day where you kids uh, had your fancy PayPal's and on eBay, um, I started buying comics on eBay in 2000. Okay. I had to mail a freaking money order or cashier's check. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted, enough. you never wrote a personal <laughs> check because you had to wait a week for it to clear. So you went yep. out and got a cashier's check. You mail it to the person on eBay and hope to God they would mail you back something in return. <laughs> so, and uh, when eBay bought PayPal, I was like, oh my God, that is the, the godsend right there. But back in the day, boy, I'm going to tell no you, tracking. I'll tell you about. <laughs> I tell you about the, I tell everybody's story about the house of secrets book about the first appearance of uh, swamp thing. And I, I was so excited. I got it, you know, and I, you know, I was waiting and was waiting, finally got it. And it showed up in my mailbox folded in half. Oh. <laughs> so it got a uh, subscription crease from 2001 on there. So <laughs> they, it was just in this flimsy thing. And my mailman just folded it. And it was when, you know, the small mailboxes like that. And he just mm. folded it, put it in half, put it in my mailbox. And I was like, ah, oh, you're killing me. Smalls. Oh. Now they have what those uh what do they call those mailers the Gemini op- mailers the Gemini mailers you kids yeah. are spoiled man we I, you know I can do a whole episode and just bring a bunch of old dudes on here we can just complain about the old <laughs> <guys, but. laughs> back in the day we used to go to the comic shop down the hill barefoot and then we had to on the ground ringing the doorbell that's like the comic shop I went to in Fountain Valley this dude uh who was infamous for for known um he had a attack with a brick inside of a store um and he's got this huge comic shop. And uh, I forgot what it's called in, in Found Valley. But I went there in the year of the anniversary where he got hit in the head with a brick and he had a gun with him because he goes, I'm, I'm worried because, you know, the guy's out of jail now. I was like, holy shit. I said, like, why is all the lights off? He goes, oh, I don't turn the lights on until customers come in the store to save money on electricity. I'm like, good Lord. <laughs> and it's a huge. It's a huge comic shop, actually. But all the books don't have prices on them. There's no wall. Mm. In other words, you're walking in. It's just boxes and boxes full of books and nothing on the wall. And I was like, no prices. That's interesting. So I go up and go, hey, how much are these? And he goes, hold on. And he looks on eBay. And I said, later. Yeah, that's when you got to get Peace out. Of that out. Story. Peace out. No, because there was some great J&J comics. There it is. Thank you. It was J&J comics. And, you know, it was just, I was freaked out because I was like, man, this dude is straight tripping, dog. He got hit by a brick and he's got a gun. He wants to shoot the dude. I'm like, man, I hope he doesn't have like PTSD. But it's a huge, huge store. He's been around forever. I don't know how he stays in business because. If he goes, he'll go on eBay to look. I was like, uh, no, that's why I go to Comic Tunes and Toys in Tustin, California, and Nuclear Comics and uh, down in Lake Forest, man. My two LCSs that I go to to make sure you check them out. Um, I'm in contact with my man, the big to do. I ask him, hey, man, if there's anything I could do, like, uh, you know, if you want me to sell your comics on eBay or whatever, but he said he's good for now. So, you know, if you can, go support your LCS. As I said, after the video, Leave the name of your comic shop, where they're located, and if they're still open or not, or what people can do to support, or what programs that they have going on right now. And tomorrow, I will talk about it as much as I can on the air, simply because I'm bored and you guys are bored too. So, you know, if not tomorrow, maybe Friday. But I think it's a way that we can uh, support our local comic book shops in this time because it's going to not, it's, it has to get, it's going to get worse before it gets better. If that sounds, Absolutely. yeah. You know, it's not getting any better anytime soon. Nothing's going to open by Easter, contrary to what some orangutans have said. But 
it's gonna the curve california right now is getting to the place uh, the worst before it start going down uh new york is has yet to get the worst right now new york and new jersey are the highest rates of things so man, those places, too. yeah so they're gonna close for a while but the good news is china and south korea are starting to get to a bit of normalcy uh paris are spain and italy not so much so nope the difference in China and South Korea is they uh, man they started putting people in shelter in place as soon as they can when they started doing this, and that's what we need to do now. Just sacrifice a little bit if you can, support your food deliveries or takeout, drive-throughs of that nature, whatever you can to you know support your local economy. Whatever you can for comic shops, we'll try to do. We'll try to shout out as many shops as possible. Uh, buy it online. Check out online retailers too, like our friends at Karis Comics, the Geeky Swag Shop .com. Uh, and the Lords of Longbox Auction. Yeah, hmm. do you guys want another Lords of Long Box auction? I'm still I'm recovering from the last one. All right, so we need to break the record of 240 live viewers. So, uh, if you guys are looking for an auction, we should, uh, I was gonna say wait for your stimulus checks, but those don't come till May. Is that what I read? That's that seems yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, May. Yeah. That's what I heard in May. Uh, if you're getting one, so <laughs> we'll do it then. <laughs> but if you guys are really bored, man, we could do one uh, Friday or Saturday, man, because we uh, really can't go anywhere. Yeah, right. Luckily, the post office is open to ship them. Yeah. Oh, I just read something you don't want to find out. That would really be destructive because oh, 100%. Uh, USPS is talking about the uh, nine people have tested positive for coronavirus. So that would cripple all industry. There's, they have to allow the post office to still be open. Uh, just mm -hmm. think about just not just, you know, in terms of goods, but for people who get, um, you know, their drugs. Medicine, yeah, not right. like, yeah, yeah, not yeah. drugs, not those drugs, <laughs> I mean, but medications. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Pharmacies and whatnot, you know, medications now, people can't get yep. to the doctors and there's they do door deliveries for yep. those type of things, but man, it's kind of crazy. It is. Um, well, just, yeah. you know what, stay inside, social distance, watch Lords of Longbox on YouTube and you'll be all right. Yeah. So yeah, oh, if you I guys want to know live auction, not this weekend, but maybe next week, give us time to sort things out and get you guys going. But there's a ton of other auctions going on right oh, now. And do yourselves a favor and watch that Tiger King documentary on Netflix. Oh God, I've it is about that. awesome and insane. Let's check it out. I recommend it highly. Or you guys should watch Bloodshot. It's available. Go support I the movie. Twenty dollars, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go support our man Kevin Van Hook, who said Bloodshot number one is the first ever Chromium variant that was ever created. First ever Chromium cover ever. six months for DC and Marvel. It's on my Twitter feed. We brought it up on Three Men in the Basement. So if you're ever into collecting and figuring out what the first ever Chromium cover was, it was Bloodshot number one. Boom. There you go. So, and they had the exclusive rights to the Chromium cover for six months until Marvel and DC could do it. And then the rest is history because Marvel and DC went buck wild with Chromium covers after that. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, yeah, look at that. Two days in a row and two different casts. Yesterday was Otto and Just or Justin and Zach. Today is Ryan and Justin. We look just rotate them in. Rotate yeah, that's in. right, man. Any last words, Nemesis Prime? Yes, this Friday, since Otto is not here, this Friday we are doing a live show on Three Men in the Basement, so sub up. We are doing it live, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Three Men in the Basement. Uh, and again, thanks everybody for checking out this list. I was really excited what, for this one. Auction? What did you say? No, live show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, it's an auction. Let me get in. Oh, okay, I might get one. No, no, just a live show, All right. 9 o'clock right. on Friday. Yeah, man, after the video post, man, leave a comment below. Make sure you like subscribe and all that good stuff but also leave a comment if you'd like to see another lord's auction you know and mm. we'll see what's a good time for you guys and, and give us and a, give us a week or two to plan it out though let us know what you're looking for i mean i've got spider-man i've got avengers i've got batman there you I've go got everything see so let us know what you want and i'll bring yeah, it. yeah tell us what you want we'll do whatever we can to give it to you those are your last words ryan 
my last words are thanks. It's a fantastic Wednesday. Everybody say stay say <laughs> stay <laughs> safe. For you to say. Right, right. For you to stay. stay safe. Uh, stay healthy. And we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. And uh, I forgot to tell you this because I want to say it last, but this is part one of this uh, DC long-term spec list. Oh. So we're wow. going to drop well, part two. Nice list. I like this list. We're going to drop part two on Wednesday. Apparently, this is the only news we're getting right now is these DC films are being planned from an insider that we got from a man, Mikey Sutton. So stay tuned for next Wednesday when we drop part two, boys and girls. Something for you to buy and stimulate the back issues market. You know what I'm saying? Till next Give time, boys and girls. Keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Peace. Shake and bake and pull it back. Oh my god.